If you have any questions about the book, or you want me to read something, or you want a shout out, or if you just want to contact me, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. Hello, and welcome back to my podcast. Sorry for all the background noise, my neighbors are kind of loud today. But today we're reading Chapter 1 of Wings of Fire, The Hidden Kingdom, Part 1, Rainforest Monsters. It had been raining for five days. Glory officially hated it. She also was not enjoying the comments from the other dragonettes about how, as a rain wing, she should have loved this weather. She most certainly did not love this weather. In the caves under the mountains, and under the mountain, the dragonettes had never, ever been rained on. This downpour felt unnatural and unstoppable and horribly unpleasantly wet. I don't care if a real rain wing is supposed to like this, she thought as droplets rolled off her snout, seeped through her scales, and soaked her wings until they dragged heavily behind her. If they do, there's something wrong with them. No sensible dragon should enjoy weather that makes it so hard to fly. Three moons, please let them be sensible dragons. Let them be nothing like the stories. Everyone said rain wings were useless and lazy, but the tribe lived off by themselves in the rainforest where no one ever saw them, so everyone must be wrong. Glory was really hoping they were wrong. She shook her whole body and glared at the frog-shrouded sky. What she wanted was more sun. She'd missed the sun her whole life and hadn't known it until it hit her scales the day they left the caves. More long sunny days would be fine by her. Instead, there was this. Rain. Mud. More rain. More mud. Plus, one moaning, groaning, dripping slope hook of a wounded sea wing. Can we stop? Webbs gasped. I, I need to rest. He floundered through the mud to a slightly drier spot under a tree. Glory narrowed her eyes at him as the blue-green dragon flopped to the ground. The other dragonette stopped, too, exchanging glances. They were walking today instead of flying because Webb said it was easier on his injury, and yet he still asked to stop nearly every ten steps. Glory was starting to suspect he didn't really want them to get to the rainforest. But why, she wondered, is he hiding something? Does it have to do with my parents? As the guardian who had stolen her from the Rainwings tribe in the first place, Webbs should have been a helpful fount of knowledge about where she came from. Instead, he got all mumbly and for- forgetful whenever they asked about the Rainforest dragons. Clay paced over to Webbs and peered down at his wound. They'd wrapped it with seaweed, soaked in the ocean water for as long as they could, but now they were too far inland to get any more. The poisonous scratch near Webb's tail had become an ugly gash surrounded by blackened scales. And the black seemed to spread a bit more each day. None of them had any idea what to do to combat sanding poison. Not to mention, we have no idea why Blister wanted Webb's dead so badly. I mean, I think he's awful, but she doesn't even know him. Glory glanced at Starfight. The Black Nightwing, who was the smartest dragonette she knew, and... And probably still would be, even if she knew more more than four dragons. She wondered if he had any theories about Blister and Webbs. Clay swept his tail through the mud, looking worried. I hope the rain wings can help him, he said. This isn't, this isn't exactly their venom. 
But maybe they have, they'll have more ideas than we do. Gloria shook out her wings and looked away. But she didn't care. The other dragonettes felt some kind of misguided loyalty to their old guardian, as if it was their responsibility to save him. She was the only one to see, to, who seemed to remember how he had been willing to stand by and let someone kill her. Stealing her egg had been his idea, too. The prophecy called for a skywing, but when the Talons had lost their skywing egg before it hatched, Webbs had decided to replace it with a rainwing. It was his fault Glory had been forced to grow up under the mountain, far from her home and family, learning about a prophecy that didn't even have a place for her in it. It was easier for the others. There were no question about their destiny. But Glory? If she was meant to help save the world, then why hadn't the prophecy called for a rainwing? And if she wasn't necessarily, and she wasn't, and she wasn't necessarily for this big grand destiny, then what was the point of her life at all? Maybe it was all one big mistake. But when she thought like that, she ended up having violent dreams about whipping webs apart. So better not think about it. Destiny would have to sort itself out. Right now, she was going home. The branch above Glory suddenly dripped and dumped a lake worth of water onto her head. She leapt back with a hiss and glared up into the tree. Shh, Tsunami said from above. She dropped down to the ground and peered around the, at the gloomy swamp. There's a pair of mudwings headed this way, but they'll never see us in this weather. Rolls of thick gray fog hung over the mud, wreathing, it, wreathing the stunted trees like smoke around a dragon's horns. It was... Hard to tell what time of day it was. The sky was gray in every direction, and the rain drizzled down unrelentingly. Gloria agreed with Tsunami, and Dragon could barely see her own wing, her own wing tips, tips in this, let alone another dragon. We should still hide, Starfight said anxiously. We're only a day's flight from Queen Morhen's place right now. If we get caught, more prison, Clay said with a sigh. Every queen they'd met so far seemed determined to keep the dragonets trapped under her claws. They'd escaped Queen Scarlet's prison in the Skywing Kingdom, only because of Glory's venom, a secret weapon even she hadn't known about until she needed it. She touched her forked tongue to her fangs and glanced at the sky. They still had no idea if Queen Scarlet had to survive Glory's attack. Given her luck, Glory was pretty sure Scarlet was still alive and planning some horrible re revenge. After that escape, they'd gone looking for safety with Tsunami's mother, Queen Coral of the Sea Wings. Of course, Coral had decided to lock them up as well. Lori hadn't been surprised. Not even family could be trusted when it came to the prophecy. Everyone had their own plans for how this war should end. So if Queen Morhen of the Mudwings found them in her territory, she probably wasn't going to give them tea and send them on their way. The Mudwing Queen held court beside a large lake on the southern edge of the Mud Kingdom. Gloria remembered the map of Pyrea, and a shiver of realization ran down her spine. If Starfly was right, and they were only a day flight from here, then they must be only a day's flight from the rainforest as well, from the rainforest and Glory's tribe. And then I'll belong somewhere. The Raymings won't care that I'm not in, that I'm not in some prophecy. Glory, Tsunami scalded. Bright yellow scales are the only thing they might see. Go back to camouflage. Glory glanced down and saw starbursts of gold that had appeared all across her scales. Those meant happiness or excitement, 
as far as she knew, since she'd seen them pretty rarely in her life. It drove her crazy when her scales changed color without her telling them to. They did that they did the way too often. She had to squash every big emotion before it splashed all over her. She concentrated on the steady drip, drip of the swamp around them, staring down at the thick brown mud oozing through her claws. She imagined the fog winding around her wings, slipping into the cracks in her scales, and spreading like gray clouds rolling across the sky. And she's gone, Tsunami said. She's still there, Sunny piped up. She edged closer to Gloria and bumped into one of her wings. See, right there. She stretched out a talon, but Gloria moved out of her reach. Sunny felt around in the air for a moment and then gave up. The little sandwing had been unusually quiet for the last few days. Gloria guessed Sunny hated the rain, too. The desert dragons were designed for searing heat, blazing sun, and endless clear sky days. Even an odd-looking salmon like Sunny still had the instincts of her tribe. Really, Claire was the only one happy about this weather. Only a mudwing could appreciate the squishing and squashing under their claws as they traveled through the swamp. Starfight swiveled his head suddenly. I think I smell someone coming, he whispered. He shuddered from horns to claws. Don't panic, Tsunami whispered back. Glory, you hide me and Sunny. Starflight, find a shadow and do your invisible petrified nightwing thingy. Glory, you can shield webs. No thanks, Glory said immediately. She wasn't going anywhere near webs, certainly not to save his life. I'll take Sunny. She didn't like touching other dragons, but Sunny was better than webs. But, Tsunami stamped her foot. Glory ignored her. She lifted one wing and tugged the little gold dragon in close to her side. When she lowered her wing again, Sunny was hidden by Glory's grey-brown camouflage. Yikes, Clay said. That was so weird, like Sunny just got eaten by a frog. His stomach grumbled woefully at the word eaten. In the mud, Wing shifted his big feet in embarrassment. Starflight peered at the spot where Sunny had just been twisting where, where Sunny had just been, twisting his claws in the mud. She's fine, Glory said. Go follow orders like a good dragonet, or Tsunami might fling you to the eels. Tsunami frowned in her direction, but Starflight slunk away and found a dark tree hollow where his black scales melted into the shadows. Now Glory could hear it too. Now Glory could hear it too. The trample, squelch, trample, squelch of enormous claws marching through the swamp toward them. The heat from sunny scales was uncomfortably warm against her side. Webs hadn't moved while they talked. He laid curl, curled against the tree roots, stout resting on his tail, looking miserable. Clay shepherded, shepherded Tsunami up next to Webs and spread his mud-colored wings to hide them both. It was an imperfect solution. A blue tail stuck out on one side, the edge of a blue-green wings on the other. But in this fog, they looked mostly like a blobby mound of mud. What should be good enough? Trample, squelch, trample, squelch. I don't like this. I don't like this patrol. A deep voice grumbled. Glory nearly jumped. It sounded like it was coming from two trees away. Too close to that creepy rainforest, if you ask me. It's not really haunted, said a second voice. You know the only things that lives there are birds and lazy rain wings. Years of learning self-control kept Gloria from flinching. She heard lazy rain wings thrown around often enough by the guardians under the mountain, but it felt like an extra stab in the eye to hear it from a total stranger. 
If that were true, said the first voice, then her majesty will let us hunt in there. But she knows it's not safe. And you've heard the noises at night. Are you telling me it's the rain wings screaming like that? Screaming? Under Glory's wings, Sunny turned her head a little, as if she was trying to hear better. Not to mention the dead bodies, the first voice muttered. That's not some kind of rain. That's not some kind of rainforest monster, said the second guard. But there was a tilt in her tone that sounded unsure. That's that's the war. Some kind of gorilla attacks to scare us. All the way down here. Why would the sea wings or the ice wings come all this way to kill one or two mud wings here and there? There are bigger battles going on everywhere else. Let's go a bit faster," said the second voice uneasily. They they should really let us patrols in threes or fours instead of in pairs. Tell me about it. Trample, squelch, trample, squelch. So, what do you think about the Skywing situation? Are you for Ruby, or do you think... Glory strained her ears, but their voices faded into the mist as the two Mudwing soldiers sploshed away. She badly wanted to know what the Skywing situation was. Maybe her friends wouldn't notice if she slipped away for a moment. Be right back. She whispered to Sunny, lifting her wings and stepping away. Sunny caught her tail, wide-eyed. Don't go, she whispered. It's not safe. You heard what they said. About rainforest monsters, Glory rolled her eyes. Can't say I'm terribly worried about that. I won't go far. She shook Sunny off and slipped after the soldiers, carefully stepping only on the dry patches so her claws wouldn't splash in the mud. It was weirdly quiet in the swamp, especially with the fog muffling most sounds. She tried to follow the distant rumble of voices, and what she thought might be sounds of marching mudwing's talons. But after a few moments, even those became impossible to hear. She stopped, listening. The trees dripped. Rain drizzled moodily through the branches. Small gurgles burbled out of the mud here and there, as if the swamp were hiccuping. And then a scream tore through the air. Glory's ruff flared in fear, and pale green stripes zigzagged through her scales. She fought back her terror, focusing her colors back to gray and brown. Glory! Sunny yelled behind her somewhere. Shut up! Sunny thought. Glory thought fiercely. Turn to our attention. Don't let anything know we're here. The other dragonets must have had the same thought and stopped her, because Sunny didn't call out again. Unless it was one of them who screamed. But it couldn't have been. The scream had come from somewhere else up ahead. Glory tucked her scales again to make sure she was well hidden and then sped up, hurrying through the trees toward the scream. The fog was so dense she nearly missed the two dark lumps that looked like fallen logs. But her claws came down on something that was decidedly a dragon's tail and she leaped back. Two brown dragons were sprawled in the mud, surrounded by pools of blood that were already being washed away by the rain. Their throats had been ripped out so viciously that their heads were nearly severed from their bodies. Glory stared into the rolling gray fog, but nothing moved out there except the rain. The mudwing soldiers were dead, and there was no sign of what had killed them.